Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Give me a break. That's what we're going to do, Michael. We're going to be like accountants now in baseball. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. Welcome to the Monday, May 21st episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. I'm Kyle Krabs, your host today, and I have an apology to make. If you're a fan of the Washington Redskins, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, or Philadelphia Eagles, the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, you were supposed to get this content last Monday. And here we are a week later, and uh, you are getting it now. We're going to talk about the NFC East, the landscape of the NFC East today. Um, technical difficulties? Not sure. Hungover? I don't know. You know. I wish I could explain it to you guys, but the fact of the matter is we're back. We're doing it today. Joe Marino's off today. Uh, Joe Marino, John Ledyard, and yours truly had a nice little NDT scouting conference this past weekend, getting together, talking about our future plans, some really exciting stuff coming, some winds of change breezing in in the summer months for NDT scouting, and we will detail that when the time is ready, but that time is not now. Another winds of change that's coming in. Before we talk about the NFC East, I want to tip my cap to Johnny Football. Comeback season, I'm sorry, hashtag comeback season, is coming in hot. To the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Johnny signing a two-year contract this past weekend with the CFL's Hamilton Tiger Cats. And I don't know about you, but like I have never found myself chomping at it for CFL like I am right now. I'm the kind of guy that will go on YouTube and search Johnny's Spring League games, watch every throw, 
invest 30 minutes of my day to watch 31 throws from Johnny Manziel in the spring league throwing to guys like Antoine Goodley. How sick is that? (laughs) But that's the sickness of football, and that's exactly why we have the ability to talk draft because we could talk guys like Johnny Football and, unfortunately, Antoine Goodley, wherever he may be, catching that two-yard touchdown, diving in the back line. Look good. Uh, So, Johnny, I hope this is for real. I really do. I wrote about this for FRS, and um, no, I think Johnny is going to be a very low-risk signing for someone in two years, provided he keeps himself clean. So no more, what was he, like Billy Vegas? Sounds like a porn name. Billy Vegas was, was his alias when he put on the blonde wig and went to Vegas and party, sneaking away from Brown's camp. Uh, no more. Johnny football has to die. It has to be Johnny Manziel for hashtag comeback season to stick, really stick. So he's he's done well so far, but he's now set himself up. This Hamilton Tiger Cats gig for Johnny is essentially a two-year functional interview to prove to people that he's sober, uh, he's doing the right things, and, and staying on that straight and narrow path. If he does that for two years, wins this spot, and balls out, look out. Somebody's going to sign him to a zero-money guaranteed contract in two years, and Johnny's going to get a chance to crack the NFL again. Now, is anybody going to sign Johnny to be their starting quarterback? Hell no. At least not right away. But you get zero guaranteed money. Say you're, you get through the draft in the offseason. You're disappointed with your draft capital and your ability to bring in a new quarterback, or maybe you have an injury. Somebody gets hurt, and your season's a wash anyway. Okay, well, let's sign Johnny. Bring him in here. If Josh Johnson can sign a contract to be a quarterback on a roster right now in the NFL, you're going to have a hard time convincing me that three years clean and sober, former number one pick, Johnny Manziel, won't get a crack at it. I'm rooting for Johnny. This would be one of the all-time great comebacks. Let's get him in the league. So, Johnny, keep doing you. Let's keep comeback season going strong. And be Johnny Manziel. Don't be Johnny Football, please. But I digress. We're here to talk about the NFC East today. And that's exactly what we're going to do. So, without further ado, let's talk about the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles. A draft class of five picks headlined by Dallas Goddard, one of my favorite prospects in the entire 2018 NFL draft. Goddard, 49th overall selection, will effectively be replacing uh, the released Brent Selleck and the departed to Chicago Bears via free agency, Trey Burton, to still give the Eagles a silly good group of tight ends when you consider they also added Richard Rodgers uh, from the Packers in free agency. Uh, This offensive personnel group, really, really strong. It's going to have Carson Wentz coming back. Uh, They did not draft a running back, which was a bit surprising considering they had some connections to Darius Geis and Sony Michelle and ultimately never got the opportunity to draft Michelle with him coming off the board at 31 to the New England Patriots. But this team still has Jay Ajayi, Corey Clement, who is a really, really strong undrafted free agent. 
uh, contributor to this Eagles team last year, Danell Pumphrey, a guy who did not see the field at all due to injury. Wendell Smallwood's a guy I liked when he came out in 2016. So there's some talent here. Uh, Wentz's return from injury is going to be very closely monitored, but regardless, they still have Nick Foles here. That was a player that it was kind of up in the air. They're going to end up uh, trading him, trying to get some more draft capital. No, they held on to Nick. So they have their insurance in case Carson's not ready to go week one, which I would expect he would be. Offensive line returns all five. Peters, Wisniewski, Kelsey, Brooks, Lane Johnson. That looks good to me. Nelson Aguilar enjoyed a breakout year. Thank you. Good for the brand. I'm very much here for any brand players who show out, which is exactly what Nelly did last year. Uh, Matt Collins and Mike Wallace is an interesting positional battle to watch. Mike Wallace coming over from Baltimore, uh, looking to fill that Torrey Smith role, which shouldn't be too hard considering what Torrey Smith was. But when you look at this team defensively, I think this is where you can really see some fun shifting of personnel. Uh, Michael Bennett, hello, is now uh, a starting defensive end opposite Brandon Graham. Chris Long is back. Derek Barnett, the 2017 first-round pick, is going to continue to be a rotational guy. Look, when you're this deep, there's no rush to get a guy like that onto the field. Jernigan and Cox is the uh, starters listed, but there's a guy, Haley Nada, who's going to be rotating in on the inside, which is just stupid. It's stupid that Nada is a rotational guy. I get it. He's getting older. He's slowing down a little bit, but still. Him, Jernigan, and Cox is a really, really good group. Um, linebackers, they have Josh Sweat listed as a linebacker, which I think is interesting. I think ultimately that he's going to be a hand-in-the-dirt type of guy. Uh, but their starters are all back here as well with Jordan Hicks, who's had some, some injury problems, and Michael Kendricks and Nigel Bradham, who was kind of the, the big wild card. Is, is they going to be able to hold on to Bradham in free agency? And they did. So Howie Roseman continues to do impressive work, kind of manipulating and milking this salary cap. Secondary looks good as well. You know, they, they got Jenkins as the, their staple veteran leader. Darby, Jalen Mills look good. Sidney Jones coming back from the Achilles injury that cost him all of his rookie season. Um, he did get a chance to get some, some practice reps in, and get a couple of looks late in the year, but it was essentially a redshirt year for him. This team looks good. You know, if Carson Wentz stays healthy, and I don't think they'll skip a beat offensively with despite some shifting pieces, thanks to Rodgers and Goddard coming in and being effective pieces. And uh, from here, it's really a question for the Eagles of where do they choose to go, right? Like, what what is the ultimate decision long term? You know, Jay Jason contract year. Are they going to keep cycling these guys out and playing the economics game? It'd be hard to fault them if they did. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Moving on. Everybody loves talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys had nine draft selections this year, including one of my favorite players, 
overall. Connor Williams, my third-rated player, they got him at 50. You put Connor Williams at left guard between Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick, and oh my God, what is the NFL doing? The Philadelphia Eagles are probably the only team in the league that's well-suited to stuff up this offensive line. Zach Martin's at right guard. You got Lyle Collins, who's kicked around between left guard and right tackle. Lima tackle. Let him and Cameron Fleming just swing it out. That's the offensive identity of the Dallas Cowboys right there is that offensive line group with that cherry on top being Connor Williams, an excellent value pick. I don't know what this team's doing at wide receiver, though. They're, they're saying Tavon Austin's more of a back. They traded for, uh, for him from the L.A. Rams. Uh, their current listed starters are Deontay Thompson, free agent from Buffalo, Terrence Williams, who I have no clue how he's still in the NFL, let alone a starting receiver in the NFL, Alan Hearns, who should push Terrence Williams for a starting role, Michael Gallup, third-round pick this year, Cedric Wilson, sixth-round pick this year, Noah Brown, seventh-round pick last year, and then Cole Beasley in the slot. Not a lot of proven talent here. And look, I know Dez was slowing down. Dez is not the Dez of five years ago. But do we feel like we've adequately replaced here? Well, the question then becomes, okay, well, what's the tight end look like? At least they still got, oh, Jason Winton just retired. So your tight end group looks like Jeff Schwain, Swain, excuse me, Blake Jarwin, Rico Gathers, and Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz is easily the best tight end of this group. Fourth-round pick this year should start right away. Rookie starter tight end, Dalton Schultz. Obviously, we have Dak and Ezekiel Elliott. Running game is where where it's going to be at for Dallas. Dak, play-action passing. Utilize his athleticism. Have him take deep shots to Hearns. Hope Michael Gallup's really polished with his route running in the NFL just like he was coming out. That's your offensive recipe, but run the football. That's the way that Dallas is going to get business done. Uh, you look at defense for Dallas. Demarcus Lawrence is back. Malik Collins, David Irving didn't really address the interior defensive line all that much with the exception of trading for Jihad Ward, who is not a stout guy at the point of attack anyway, so I think you're going to have a lot of the same problems you had to begin with. What's Taco Charlton going to do in year two? That's one place I'm really interested in because I liked him a lot as a player. I like Taco Charlton. I like Charles Tapper. Both of those guys. Let's see them take a big step. They did bring in Coney Ely, who was a former high draft selection, but uh, I would not be betting on Coney Ely being anything more than just a rotational guy. Um, I'm pretty, pretty lukewarm. I was pretty lukewarm on Coney coming out and haven't seen anything that would change my mind. So... Leighton Van Der Esch, obviously, is the headline of the draft class. 18, uh, 2018 first-round pick. Plug him next to Jalen Smith, who's no longer wearing uh, the brace on his knee, which is excellent news. And you got a really exciting one-two punch for linebackers here in Dallas. The problem is Sean Lee is the will linebacker, and that's not bad, but there's nobody behind Sean Lee. And Sean Lee's durability is a big question mark. So if Sean Lee stays healthy all year, then I think the linebacking group is probably the strength of this Dallas defense. Uh, secondary includes a bunch of seven, 2017 draft selections. Chidobi Woozy, second-round pick 2017. Jordan Lewis, 
third-round pick 2017. Xavier Woods starting strong safety was a fifth-round pick of 2017. And then Byron Jones, who they just renewed the fifth-year option on. Young defense. By and large, a very young defense, except for Sean Lee. And uh, player development, I think, is going to be the name of the game for Dallas defensively. Can these guys take that next step? Can Jordan Lewis and Chidobe Woozie take that next step as players? If they can, Dallas is going to be in nice shape. They're going to be a really competitive program in 2018. The New York Giants had the second overall pick and picked a running back, which I am not hating on at all, don't get me wrong, because Saquon Barkley is my top-rated player. And then you go out and you get Will Hernandez in the second round, plug him behind him, and I can get real excited about that combination. And you... Giants went out and signed Nate Solder in free agency to play next to Will Hernandez. So the left side of the offensive line is Solder, Hernandez, and then Brett Jones. Great. Little problem. Eric Flowers and John Jerry are still starters. Everybody take a deep breath. I'm going to repeat that again. John Jerry and Eric Flowers are still starting offensive linemen in the NFL. That is crazy. That blows my mind. Blows my mind. Giants have been trying, flirting with trading Eric Flowers and can't get a bag of chips for him. And John Jerry's like low-key, like skirting by because he's 330 for like the eighth straight year. It's impressive. Really, it is when you really stop and think about it. But the good news, Eli Manning and whoever the quarterback of the future is, whether that's Davis Webb, Kyle Walletta, somebody else, whatever, there's some nice weapons here to throw the football to. Sterling Shepard in the slot. Cody Latimer, who came over in free agency from the Denver Broncos, Roger Lewis, and a guy called Odell Beckham, and then 2017 first-round pick Kevin Ingram, and 2018 first-round pick Saquon Barkley. And heck, I liked Wayne Goldman coming out. Shoot me. I liked Wayne Goldman a lot. So skill players are really, really solid, and I think the Giants did a nice job solidifying some portions of their offensive line, but goodness gravy, man, let's get these guys out of here. John Jerry, Eric Flowers, those two guys next to one another have the potential to really wreck a lot of plays. Defensively, I really like how stout this defensive line has become. Kareem Martin, Olivier Vernon, Damon Harrison, Dalvin Tomlinson. That's a really, really strong group of front four up front physically stout guys that are going to stack the line of scrimmage really well. Even in the two deep, Avery Moss, who was a fifth-round pick from Youngstown State in 2017, I thought he did a really nice job utilizing his extension and setting the line of scrimmage. Kerry Wynn, same thing from 2014. And then this team drafts B.J. Hill in the third round, who is yet another guy in that same mold. This two deep's got some nice, stout football players in it up front. It's Dave Gettleman approach, right? Alec Ogletree t- traded from the L.A. Rams. They're going to get him in here, and he's going to be a athletic upgrade over anybody else that they have. Uh, I'm interested to see if Lorenzo Carter makes a push for a starting role. B.J. Goodson and Derek Matthews, the other two starting linebackers for the Giants. Carter can get some play at will. Watch for him to push Derek Matthews. I think that's something that, that's got a pretty good possibility of happening. Uh, especially Carter off the ball, let him utilize that athleticism. I like that potential for the Giants. Secondary, Eli Apple, not great. Landon Collins, 
very good. Darian Thompson, player I liked a lot. That's going to be an X factor for the secondary. If Darian Thompson can come in and play as the player that he was when he was coming out of Boise State in 2016, when he was a third-round pick, then I like this potential. He's, he's a big body, 6'2", 208. And then Janoris Jenkins is the other corner. I don't see a lot of depth in this secondary. I think that's a problem. I think that's really going to push them when they're playing a team like Philadelphia. But Dallas, you know, the Giants can, can contend with Dallas pretty effectively. The Giants can contend with the Redskins pretty effectively. But I think the secondary and the offensive line are going to be big problems for the New York Giants when they're, if they're going to try and compete with the Philadelphia Eagles for an NFC East championship in 2018. And finally, the Washington Redskins. Redskins. Big changes in D.C. We've got Alex Smith, now the starting quarterback. Gone is Kirk Cousins to Minnesota. We have Paul Richardson coming over in free agency. He and Josh Doxson will pair for a nice vertical duo, which Alex Smith was very quietly sneaky, effective throwing the ball deep in 2017 for the Kansas City Chiefs. Top-rated 20-plus yard pass attempts quarterback in the entire league I like the bookends Trent Williams Morgan Moses obviously Trent Williams getting a little long in the tooth so they went out and drafted Jerron Christian in the third round we still have Jordan Reed drafted Darius Geist to compete with Rob Kelly and Chris Thompson and Samaj P. Ryan and every other 220 plus power back in the entire NFL since that seems to be the Redskins ML some nice pieces here. Brandon Scherf, right guard. Sean Lava. Chase Ruler. Please excuse my dog making a guest appearance on Draft Dudes. Defensively, someone want to tell the Redskins that there are defensive linemen out there that exist from teams other than the Alabama Crimson Tide. First round picks in consecutive years to Ron Payne, Jonathan Allen. It's a nice group. It's a nice one-two punch. Tim Settle is a fifth-round pick this year, guy who was up and down, but pretty intriguing athletic guy at the very least. I like the linebackers this team has. Preston Smith, Zach Brown, Ryan Kerrigan. Mason Foster could take it or leave it, but realistically you're looking at Preston Smith, Ryan Kerrigan. Nice one-two rush punch. Ryan Anderson behind him is a rotational guy. Perel McPhee coming over from Chicago. This is a sneaky team. I think safeties are a big question. Safeties are going to be a big question mark. Um, I would expect Fabian Moreau to push Orlando Skandrick for a starting role opposite Josh Norman. If he does, great. And things have really manifested well for the Redskins from a past draft class. I know they like Monte Nicholson. I know they drafted Troy Apke in the fourth round. But DeShazer Everett, DJ Swearington, Troy Apke, Monte Nicholson. Can you win with that? If you feel like you can, then let's line them up and let's go. I think that's a pretty erratic group of safeties to really be banking on. I would have liked to have seen a staple guy here. You know, Swearinger's been up and down. Uh, throughout the course of his career. 
I just have, have some apprehension there looking at that safety group. I think that's going to be an Achilles heels for this team. So if I look at the AFC East, Philadelphia is on sitting on top. Man. I think the Giants have a really good opportunity to push Dallas. Can I flip a coin three times? I, I really do not have a definitive two through four. I like what Dallas does running the football a lot, but they got a young defense that needs a lot of progression. I really like the Redskins defensively, with the exception of the safeties. And this wide receiver group has a lot to prove and a lot of changing pieces. Giants... Two Achilles heels, the secondary, and the offensive line. I'll go Philly, Dallas, Washington, New York. But I would expect all of these teams to be pushing late into the season for playoffs. Please do not get upset with me, fans of the NFC East, if I did not respect you, if you felt like I disrespected your team, which was not my goal. If you feel I did that, I sincerely apologize. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. I say make sure you hit that subscribe button and follow along with us throughout the course of the summer. We're going to have some fun stuff planned for you guys. We're going to be getting together uh, again, me and Joe on Friday, bringing some fresh takes to the table. So uh, we'll do film Friday. We got some requests. If you have any requests, please hit us up. You can reach Joe at the Joe Marino. You can reach me at NDT Scouting on Twitter. We're easy to find. Google me, Chuck, right? That's what Shaq said. That might have to be the new podcast lead. Google me, Chuck. That was an outstanding. If you guys missed that, Shaq and, and Charles Barkley going back and forth. Uh, great illustration of why I would watch NBA media coverage of their league ahead of NFL coverage media-wise, by and large, in a lot of different ways for a lot of different reasons entertainment value through the roof, an excellent quotable soundbite that you're going to hear on this podcast again in the very near future. I'm Kyle Krabs. Thanks for tuning in. Catch up with you guys soon. Thanks for listening to Draft Dudes Podcast. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Right now, join T-Mobile and get an unlimited family plan with Netflix included so you can watch in more places than ever before on your phone, tablet, or TV. Plus, buy one Samsung Galaxy S9 and get one free with 24 monthly bill credits so you and your family can binge your Netflix favorites on your new phones. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE or visit a store today. Unlimited data on their network. Video streams at 480p. Small fraction of customers using over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speeds. If you cancel balances due, well-qualified customers, full price, 720 plus tax. Finance agreements required. Netflix for two screens. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.